Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Level two has begun. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Obrensky, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. We're kicking it Sunday, bloody Sunday style. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Bob Bano, is going to step up and in and kick it with us. We're getting to some NFL future talk. Uh, we'll talk NBA finals uh, with uh, Bob Bano. we got Jason B. Takafin joining us in level three. We'll talk Major League Baseball, trade deadline around the corner, some big-time players available, or at least uh, rumored to be available. Max Scherzer at the four front of this. He's, you know, 37 years old. I think it's his birthday in a week or two. He's 36, going to be 37. Um, coming up, he's a free agent. Looks like Washington. You know, Washington got hot and made a run. Remember, we talked about him. They were 28-1. to 1. Now they're like plus 850. But the Philadelphia Phillies are the really hot ones right now. And the Phillies are going to be aggressive. Like, Washington's been on the fence about, like, trading everybody and sort of starting over. They won their World Series. They've got to start over. It's one of those deals. they got a bunch of old pitchers. They've got a clean house, right? So, and Scherzer's not even going to resign there anyways, most likely. He's going to go to a contender. He's only got a couple of years left. I, I think the Houston Astros are very interesting uh, for, for Max Scherzer. So, I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up. I think it's been a great baseball season. And I think we've got... Uh, I think we've got it's going to be a great, great, uh, great run to the playoffs right now. And the playoffs are going to be great, too. we got some good teams uh, this year, some value on the board uh, right now. So we'll get into some baseball uh, futures. USA beats Canada 1-0 uh, at the Gold Cup. Game stays under the number, a competitive affair. This U.S. team is rolling uh, right now as the, uh, the CONCACAF Gold Cup. Uh, continues to roll on Costa Rica and Jamaica on uh, Tuesday. We'll be breaking it all down through the week. Great, uh, great sports week. And, of course, the NBA Finals on Tuesday. Now, I think the point spread's going to move, guys. If you like Milwaukee, like Milwaukee or minus 210 on the money line, I guarantee. All right, remember this, me saying this right now. So it's minus 210 right now. On Tuesday night, it'll, it won't be 210. 
It's going to be like minus 230, 240. You know what I mean? It's going to be higher. I think the money will come in on Milwaukee. They, you know, the casual sports better hasn't bet this game yet, right? I mean, hell, I don't, I, I don't usually bet. I'm not a casual. You know what I mean? We're none of us here are casual, but I usually don't even bet like two days in advance in an NBA game. Yeah, I'll be like, all right, the game's Tuesday. I'll play it on Tuesday type of deal. But I'm telling you, I do believe that the point spread will go up. I think it'll go to five and a half. Like the money line is going to go because people are going to start hammering the Bucks in parlays. They're going to think the Bucks are going to win. It's a championship night game. So people like betting. You know, they're going to want a piece of this, right? They're going to want to bet and be on the right side. And they're going to think the Milwaukee Bucks is the right side. I believe the Bucks are the right side at minus five. I think Phoenix are done. I think they're done. I thought, you know what? You, know, you guys knew I liked Milwaukee to come back. And I thought that once the pendulum swung, it wouldn't swing back. And I was, I've been right so far. But listen, maybe Phoenix have, uh, have, you know, maybe they've got a road win in them. I don't think so. I think the one road game, that's all Milwaukee needed. They stole serve. The late night anger management class. It's level two. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morancy. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates uh, joining us. We're kicking it. Sirius XM, Channel 204. We're throwing it down. Hundreds of uh, networks, apps, platforms, video, and everything else in between. So welcome aboard. Um, if you're just joining us uh, right now, um, you missed some golf talk in the first hour of the program. We were patting ourselves on the back for giving you guys Colin Morikawa. Um, last week at 35 to one on last week's uh, shows, we you know we we had a couple other guys too, but uh, we only we only played like three four guys, and Morikawa was the highest odded guy actually, so it hits. It was nice uh, to add 35 to one. Uh, we're gonna get into some football talk here in the next hour. Of the program talks some NFL football with Ian Cameron, talks some NBA finals. We got some Major League Baseball talk coming up in the third hour of the program. Level three, Jason B. Tackerfin will join us. A lot of baseball stuff to get to, man. A lot of baseball stuff, but get you caught up to date with the numbers right now in the association. The Milwaukee Bucks are five-point favorites. Uh, Tuesday night's elimination game. They can win the championship for the first time since 1971. I believe the point spread will move. I don't think it's going to stay at five. And right now, it's even. It's minus 110. So it shows they're basically waiting for the market to bet it. But let's keep an eye on the money line. Because I, 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 I think it's minus 210 right now. I think it's going to be higher. I think it's going to be you know, 225, 230, 240. I think the money will come in on the Milwaukee Bucks. And I agree uh, with that move. I think Milwaukee are going to finish them off on Tuesday. I think the Phoenix Suns will play well early in the game. It'll be close and stuff. Maybe it'll be close in the third quarter. And But once Milwaukee goes on that run and the crowd starts going crazy and Milwaukee's like role players are hitting threes and Lopez and Connington are scoring and Bobby Portis is scoring and stuff, I think they, it's going to be lights out. It's going to be lights out. You know, we talked about the size advantage uh, that Milwaukee have. And I don't know, there's something off with Phoenix right now. I don't know if it's in Chris Paul's head. Like, it's just almost like they know they're falling apart and they can't stop it. Ian Cameron, A.K. Bapano. It's round two. Last night was Twitter. Now we do it. Jason B. Tackerfin steps up in it as well. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. Going on. 
work, family, kids. So we made it simple to get the winning edge. We give you gaming, odds, and more. You know, the important stuff. This is the Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The late night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. You know the digits, you know the drill. We're kicking out of the Sports Grid Radio Networks, Sirius XM Channel 204. Let's bring in Bob Bano. Ian Cameron steps up and in. Of course, you can follow him on Twitter at uh, Babano. Babano, always a pleasure. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us tonight. Good to be with you as always, Gabe, on a Sunday night. And yeah, the NHL's over, the NBA Finals nearing its conclusion, and football right around the corner. So lots to get excited about. You know, the countdown to the start of the preseason uh, is on. The National Football League uh, preseason and the CFL regular season both start um, in less less than three weeks' time right now. We'll get into some NFL football with Babano tonight, but let's start off on the hardwood. As uh, I tweeted uh, last week that the Milwaukee Bucks are going to come back. They're going to win this series. They're going to win this series in six games. Babano, for whatever reason, jumped in my timeline and told me to settle down. Told me to settle down. We're not there yet, uh, Babano. But uh, Milwaukee, I think Milwaukee will close this out on Tuesday night. But it almost feels like the series is over. And the Bucks are minus 390 favorites right now at FanDuel to win the series. Yet, they're not there yet. They're not there yet. They've got to, you know, they've got to handle their business. Phoenix, uh, Phoenix does still have that game seven in their back pocket at home if it comes, uh, if it comes down to that. But I do believe Milwaukee will finish them off on Tuesday. They're like five points, but Bano on Tuesday night. 
Yeah, I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks played an incredible game five on the road, and the win was impressive, and it wasn't just because their best three players, for all intents and purposes, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton, that they all played their best game at the same time in the same game. It's that they did it despite a really bad start to that game. Like, I'm feeling actually pretty good with the for, for the Phoenix Suns and feeling pretty confident after the first quarter last night. Yeah. But seeing the way that game started, with them just burying threes, and the 16-point lead after the first quarter, there was still a part of me that wasn't feeling overly like this is done, that this is over yet. I, I figured the Bucks would make a push. I didn't expect, as someone that took the Suns' first quarter, first half, and full game, I split it up three ways, that the Suns' 16-point lead would evaporate in just one quarter like it did. Uh, but that's exactly what happened. And you just have to give the Bucks a whole lot of credit for that, for being down 16 for being on the road, for being in a very difficult start uh, to that game, to find a way to bounce back, make some shots. And Drew Holiday is the guy that is more emblematic than anything of what the Bucks did in Game 5. Like, he had an awful Game 4. I don't know if he could have played much worse. And at both ends of the floor, he was just incredible. I don't know, but Brandon, what do you mean he had an awful game in Game 4? A guy played great defense, came he, up with a monster rebound. Offensively. Yeah, but that's not, Babano, that doesn't mean he played terrible, though, Babano. Come on, Babano. Let's stop with the bad. Drew Holiday did not play terrible, bro. Like, terrible offensively. You're right. His defense is like, good. Yeah, yeah, but that's part of the game, Babano. That's part of the game, playing defense. Like, but but he, had his, he had everything going in game five. Offensively, making great shots, uh, making great passes. The defense was on point again. And the Milwaukee Bucks, just, just, they deserve credit. And I know there's people that are harping that the Suns didn't get calls. Well, come on, no. It's not about calls. It's not about what the Suns didn't do. It's not about that the officials tilted it in Milwaukee's favor. It's about what Milwaukee did. It's time to give credit. As even someone that wanted the Suns to win this series and like them to win this series, like myself, you've got to be able to step up and give a team credit when they played well and they earned the win. And the Milwaukee Bucks earned the win last night. Simple as that. Their best three players all played well collectively in the same game. And other than Devin Booker, you know, there was another subpar game, I thought, for Chris Paul to the last few minutes when he finally decided, hey, I better be aggressive offensively. By then it was too late. Milwaukee was the better squad in game five. Simple as that. Ian Cameron uh, with us. You're coming close, Babano, to uh, to earning a new nickname. I'm going to have to start calling you uh, Ian Bad Take Cameron. <laughs> the B, the B he was offensively. I mean, we can't agree on that in game four. He was good defensively, though. About, they won the game in game four. Yeah. Part, like, of, what do you mean, like, hideous? So, like, you judge a player on just points scored, simple as that. So, a guy scores points, he's amazing. A guy doesn't score points, he's hideous. That's the way you judge things in basketball? you got to take in, uh, into account the full entire picture. I get that. But I'm just like saying. Not one person, Babano. The and they no. do pay him to be good offensively as well. No, they're paying him to be the defensive stopper, Babano. He is a defensive stopper, bro. Like, after game four, people were talking about Drew Holland. He's like the most valuable player on that team because of everything that he does, Pabato. Oh, I don't disagree with that. I just thought offensively it was a bad game for him, uh, game four. Do you know how, sure many, point, how many points a game does he average a year, Pabato, a game in the regular season? Do you know? Well, he's Se definitely better points. than the uh, few points he gave you in game four. <laughs> 17 points, Pabato. Yeah, he didn't come close to that in game four. They won the game, Pabato. <laughs> on his defense, Babano. In fact, he was bad offensively. I'll no, dude, you're, I don't want to call you an idiot, Babano, but like, like really, this that's your take? You're going to stand by and just say, you know what? Like, oh, yeah, he was bad? Like, really? Not one person in the world said that Drew Holiday 
everyone that follows basketball about him is saying how great Drew Holiday is in this series. Not just like after last night, <laughs> like like the whole damn series about like everything that he does, the, all the things that he does, Babano. I, I, I just, I get upset, like, oh, he was hideous. What, because oh, he scored last night, so he's great, but the other games that he does everything, and he got like the biggest rebound of the game, Babano, when, when he went up and like stole it from everybody. The guy's like stealing balls left and right. That's part of basketball, Babano. Like, unless you're playing DFS, bro, Right? Unless you're playing DFS, like scoring points for battle isn't like the barometer of playing good basketball. No, the defense has been marvelous. And it's not and you're right, it's not just the defense and contesting shots and, and getting the miss from, you know, Chris Paul or whoever he's defending one on one. You're right. It's been the turnovers he's forced. It's been the steals. You know, it's been just the aggressiveness on the glass and battling for rebounds. He has done all that. There's no question. I just thought from an offensive standpoint it was rough for him in game four. But that's not the point. The point is game five. He was terrific both ends of the – he couldn't have played a better game offensively, defensively, whatever other category you can think of. Babano in game four. He scored 13 points, bro. Like And and also, as we stated, he had seven rebounds, three steals, and seven assists, Babano. So that's playing horribly to you? He only averages 17 points a game. Yeah, he only the ball averages that. 17 points a game in the first place, Babano. Yeah, yeah, he, he shot poorly, but he's not a scorer, Babano, in the, in the freaking first place, bro. Like, Drew Holiday doesn't make money because he scores. The guy averages 17 points a game only, Babano. No, uh, he was uh, – I thought he played uh, – he struggled to shoot in game four. In game five, he did, obviously. He was outstanding. He was shooting. He was facilitating. He was great defensively. Bottom line is he, he, he was outstanding. And, of course, he had the key steal. Uh, on on uh, Devin Booker in the final seconds. So we'll tip the cap to the Milwaukee oh, Bucks. That's what I'm here to do. As someone that was very disappointed <laughs> with the Phoenix Suns losing that game, I'm here to uh, tip the cap to the Milwaukee Bucks for a great job. And for people on Twitter saying, oh, you and Gabe, what's going on with you and Gabe? Nothing's going on with Gabe and I. It's a friendly, good-natured ribbing. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, just I was just busting the balls for his bad takes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's back and forth. If I had an issue with Gabe and I hated his guts, I wouldn't be doing an hour of radio Sunday nights with the guy and never miss a show. I wouldn't do 90 minutes with him and Cam on Wednesday nights and barely ever miss a show if I had a problem with Gabe. So we can put that to bed right now. Yeah, but I don't know. It's not like the, was the, what, did the media call you and ask you that, Babano? <laughs> the National Enquirer asked you, Babano, you got a problem uh, with Morency? Someone actually asked me, texted me, you, you and Gabe have problems? You, got, you guys not getting along anymore? No. It's just a disagreement about basketball. Like, can't, can't people have disagreements without cancel culture? And I'm not going to be your friend anymore, and I'm not going to talk to you ever again? I was just busting Babano's balls on Twitter after. You yeah. The game. yeah, it was nothing personal. I didn't, like, uh, there was nothing personal said um, in, in, the, in the exchange. It's all good. He got the better of me this time. His team is, he said, box and six, and now his team's one win away from getting it and with a home game on tap. So well, they're a, not there yet. That's the thing. Now, I should yeah, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be celebrating yet. But I was happy they won last night, just because so many people did. So many people did. I said, oh, these guys crazy. There's no way. Oh, Phoenix, Phoenix gonna win. Phoenix. So it's not there yet, though. Um, all right, Ian Cameron, though, with us. We're getting fired up, man. I swear to God, you, George Kurtz. I, you guys never used to get me all fired up. Now, like every Sunday and Monday, I gotta put my boxing gloves on when I when I come into the ring here. The late night anger match for Boston you. Hey. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're here seven days a week. Giving you the actionable insights and expert perspectives you need to win. And here's more good news. It's free. So stay tuned and get the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Sports Rage Late Night continues. We're breaking it down. Ian Cameron, Babano, hot take. Uh, Ian Cameron, hot takes. Ian Cameron, Babano, uh, with us on Sunday, bloody Sunday. So. Drew Holiday aside, and I will concede to you, yes, he was four for 20 from the field, but like I said, but battle, he doesn't get paid to score. Like, that's not. That's the other not things he struggle. did in that game can't be ignored. The game four I'm talking about when he struggled. Absolutely. Defense was on point. He's still, you know, battling on the glass. He's still making plays, passing, finding the open man, finding the open teammate. I agree. Uh, I, I should have been more specific. Shooting was bad in game four. He scored 27 points uh, on Saturday night. If you look at his box scores, Babano, in game one, he scored 10 points. Yeah, game five last night, shooting was not an issue for him. In game game two, he scored 17 points. Game three, 21 points. Uh, Game four, 13 points. All right, and at 27 points. Like, he's sort of going to give you. Like I said, you, you know, I sort of expect 14, 17 type thing from him. Nobody, like, that was just bonus stuff. But that's something that I talked about with Bano, and it was one of the reasons why I did like uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, and I do. I thought they were mentally tougher. And that's something that, you know, I think people don't really quantify enough. I don't care about your box score and stuff. Like, I'm talking about who's – there's a loose ball. Who's going to get it? True Holiday's going to get it. 
Like, that's the thing. Like, if you put the ball in the center of the court and you had the, each team's big three, you know, Devin Booker, Aiton, and Paul, Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday, and it was just a fight for the basketball, I guarantee you, bro, Milwaukee will come out with the ball, right? Like, I think they're just tougher. I think they're physically tougher. I think they're mentally tougher um, than the Phoenix Suns are. Yet, as I stated, Phoenix, I haven't lost a series yet. I know it feels like that, but they have it. So we can't get ahead of ourselves. But what do you think about the point spread now, Babano, in game uh, game six now with the Bucks laying five? Are you going to take the Suns or are you going to back off because you already have a Suns future now? I'm This one I'm on the fence about. Like game four, I knew I was taking the Suns. Game five, I knew I was taking the Suns. Game six, I know I'm only taking the Suns, but I don't know if I'm going to take the Suns. But if I were to bet it, I would take only take the Suns here because I do believe the Suns will go down with, you know, top, it, it won't be easy for Milwaukee. Phoenix isn't just going to pack it in. They know the last time they were in this building in game four, they were up by nine points in the fourth quarter. And for a variety of reasons, the, the, they let it slip and Milwaukee played great down the stretch and came back and took the game. You know, but if you're the Phoenix Suns, you should still look back on that game and say, we had an opportunity to win a game on the road at the Pfizer Forum in this building. We had turnover issues. They hit a couple of key threes. They got the big stop by Giannis and Tedekumpo. Think about, by the way, if the Bucks win this fi- these finals. Giannis and Tedekumpo has got his hand in two of the biggest plays of the entire series. The block on DeAndre Ayton in game four. And then the alley-oop that he took from uh, Drew Holiday to uh, put that game away, the dagger dunk, if you will, with just 10 seconds to go in game five. So uh, those are going to be those two signature plays that you'll look back upon. If Milwaukee wins this championship, you're going to look back on those two plays for sure. But the bottom line is, do I believe in Phoenix's mental toughness? Because I think we've established Milwaukee's got it based on what they did in game five. Down 16 on the road after the first quarter, you come back and win that game, you've clearly well, got mental toughness. They, they proved that already against Brooklyn earlier. Like, oh, well, people weren't playing for Brooklyn, whatever. Like, people like takes are just bad, man, when it comes to basketball. But Milwaukee have been mentally tough, right? They, they've been, like, that's why they're here, because they're so super resilient. Uh, but Giannis, Giannis, bro, if he wins, they win this game tomorrow, Listen, he's going to be the MVP if they win. He's a minus 430 favorite right oh, now yeah. to be the most valuable player. And, yeah, we've got him at plus 220 uh, to be the MVP. And we got, we, got we, took, we took Milwaukee as well. Yeah, it was a smart idea, a little, little uh, hedge on, on the MVP. Good idea. We, uh, we've got, uh, we got the Bucks as well. But I'm going to say this guy will be like he could never play again and be in the Hall of Fame about him. Like well, what this guy's accomplished, he's so close. He needs to finish this off. Yeah. Giannis finished this off, man. That's legendary, dude. Like, the Bucs haven't won since 1971, Babano, right? They've only won once, and they won in 1971. And they had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, all right? A young Kareem yeah. and, uh, and an old Oscar Robertson. So to join the legend, like, to be like, yeah, only me and Kareem have brought titles here. And and to do it, it's just unbelievable. This guy's just, he really is. He's an amazing player and a great guy as well. Yet, they're not there yet. Look, everyone thought Phoenix had this series wrapped up, man. Now everybody's going to say, oh, Milwaukee does. But I will disagree with you, Babano. I think they're going to get drilled, actually. I think the wheels will fall off, bro. Like, like Phoenix will either win the game outright or they're going to get smoked, right? I think that's the way. Like, I wouldn't take the five points if I was betting on Phoenix. 
I would just take the money line. The money line. Yeah. Yeah, because I, you know, I'm not sure or sprinkle on both, but but I'm just stating they're either going to show up and win the game, or I think the wheels just fall off, bro, and they lose by like 16 or 22 or something like that. Because once. Once it starts, man, like if Milwaukee starts raining threes, bro, and the crowd starts going crazy, it's over, Babano. Like Phoenix, like you, you said to yourself, bro, like, bro, they're blowing 16-point leads, 9-point leads on the road, 16-point leads at home. Like they've lost in every possible way. Like they've blown leads. They've they've been close. Like they've they let Milwaukee. Milwaukee's blown them out. Like they, they can't figure it out now, the battle. You know what I'm saying? They just they're losing in every different style of game too. I've seen enough of the, the Phoenix Suns, and they've been like a, 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 a an adopted child of mine, I guess, this season because I've got, I took them so often during the regular season, took them to win the NBA title. I've seen them through ups and downs and winning multiple series, and now here they are on the brink of you know losing the NBA Finals. But I think in my heart of hearts, we, we know the Bucs are mentally tough. We don't know that about the Suns yet. This is where we're going to find out. But I, I think enough of this coach, Monty Williams, who's been outstanding all year, and enough of Paul and Booker that they are not going to let go of the rope. Now, it may not be enough because, look, the best players for Milwaukee have clearly shown up the last two games. And I don't know for sure what I'm going to get from Phoenix. Is Chris Paul going to play amazing? I'm not sure. I think Booker will because we've seen him play great two games in a row. What am I going to get from Aiton? What am I going to get? Jay Crowder, what happened to him after his hot start in game five? You barely saw him in the second half. What happened there? The one guy that's played in the NBA finals prior to this season. What happened after that hot start? There's a lot more questions now with the supporting cast and what you're going to Cam Johnson hit a few three, couple threes. Mikhail Bridges did. But outside of that, you didn't get much from anyone outside of Devin Booker in game five. And Devin Booker alone is not going to win a game six in Milwaukee. It just isn't. Well, I'll tell you what, if Milwaukee wins this series, it's not going to be because Devin Booker didn't bring it. I'll tell you that, huh? Man, this kid is really just like, he's killing it. He's doing everything he possibly uh, can do. But as you stated, he just can't do this uh, alone. Ian Cameron kicking with us, a.k.a. Bob Bano. We're breaking it down. So, as you stated, Bano, sort of one thing goes into another, though. So we have the NBA Finals this week. That'll be coming to an end. And then we're into the Olympics. And as we talked about, guys, the countdown is on, man. Um, it'll be like wait, it's a couple of weeks now. It's a little more than two weeks away. Like this Thursday, it'll be two weeks away from the start of the National Football League preseason. And, and we have the Hall of Fame game, Dallas Cowboys, Pittsburgh Steelers. And then the CFL regular season starts on the same uh, Thursday night. So we're basically two and a half weeks away from football, Babano. Yeah, we sure are. I mean, it's going to be here. You're right. Two and a half weeks. We're going to have basically the NFL Hall of Fame game and the CFL regular season opener between my Ticats and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers on the same night. So it's going to be a very, very exciting August 5th coming up, and they'll both be starting on the very same evening. Yeah, we're, we're I can't wait. This is going to be awesome, man. I've got we've got some catching up to do, actually. We've got some catching up to do as far as. Um, you know, we got to dive in, especially with college football, with so many teams. NFL yeah. is a little bit different. But I've already started to put in a couple of plays, Babano. I played the um, – I like the Buffalo Bills over 10-and-a-half uh, wins this year. And uh, I put the play in as well on the uh, New York Jets under 6-and-a-half. There's a lot of sixes out there, but I got a 6-and-a-half. I laid a little juice to do it, Babano. Of course, 17 games now. 
um, this year, guys. But I just don't believe, Babano, that the New York Jets are going to go 7-10 and 10 this year. Not in that division, bro. The Bills are great. The Miami Dolphins are stacked. Uh, the New England Patriots are stacked, coming off a bad year. They're going to be better uh, this year. I think the Jets are in for a long season with Zach Wilson uh, under center. I'm not, I don't mean to pick on him either. Maybe the kid will be good. Uh, but without being stated, I don't see how the hell this team goes 7-10. and 10. No, there's issues. There's offensive line issues in New York with the Jets. There's issues on the defensive side of the football. The secondary is a little bit vulnerable. Zach Wilson's got to show me a lot still. I know he's got the arm talent, the dual threat capability, but you beat up a lot of cupcake teams and defenses in a weak schedule in college football last year. Could I see yeah. the guy do something against an NFL defense before we go crazy about the expectations and the possibilities for Zach Wilson? That's where I'm at with him. That's the thing, Babano, in which... And, you know, I don't I, I don't want to be that guy because, honestly, it's not like Josh Allen played against great players, bro. You know what I'm saying? And in the Mountain West with Wyoming, you know, like, they, he didn't play against great competition. And, look, he's a star right now in the National Football League. And he had a rough year one. There's no, yes, it's, Zach Wilson yep. certainly could have a rough year one if Josh Allen did. Exactly. So I think that's the case, but battle that uh, nothing personal against Zach Wilson. You know, we've taken some shots about, oh, he's going to be in trouble and stuff. But – I think it's just going to be a growing. It's going to be there's going to be a learning experience for him, and in the same way that, as you stated, like it's a learning experience for any college quarterback. I don't care what conference you're coming from to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. You're not on a very good team. You're in a massive media market. You're in a really, really tough, uh, tough, tough division, and it's like, dude, like you know, Coastal Carolina is like the best team you played against uh, last year. Right? Like, you've never seen linebackers blitzing like you're about to see uh, before. All right. We'll talk more football on the other side with Ian Cameron. Bobano, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all 
at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Let's do this thing. And you know what we do every Sunday? We talk football with Babano once the regular season starts. Of course, Babano joins us every Sunday and Wednesday night on the Late Night Anger Management Class. I am Gabriel Morenci. So let's get started, Babano. We're two and a half weeks away uh, from uh, from the start of the preseason. I've already started to put some NFL futures uh, in. I'm not, um, you know, in the past, I've been hesitant to put bigger money on NFL futures just because of my bankroll and, and all that. But I actually see a, a, a few futures I like a lot this year. And I think my future portfolio is going to be pretty big. So you've begun your NFL previews and breakdowns. You're going in alphabetical order. Where can people find the videos that you're doing? Uh, you can just uh, post the uh, link to them. Uh, every time I have, I post one on Twitter, uh, at Bobano, to my YouTube channel, just my own YouTube channel, Ian Cameron, and I'm going through each team in alphabetical order. We're talking all three phases, offense, defense, special teams, coaching changes, coordinator changes, my opinion on the win total, opinion on the futures to win the division, to win the conference, to win the Super Bowl. So it's basically a full-on analysis and deep dive of every team, and it'll get you ready for the season for sure. Let's start off with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, FanDuel has them listed at uh, eight wins right now. Over eight is minus 130. Under eight is plus 110. I'm very high on this team, Abano. I like this football team. I like the roster. Uh, They have to go out and prove it right now. It's year three for Kyler Murray. It's year three for Cliff Kingsbury. It's a big year for them and their program. They're all in as far as the roster is concerned. They're in a very difficult division uh, though, what, what's your opinion on the Arizona Cardinals this year? Over under eight wins. What's your take on the cards? Uh, I like over the win total uh, as well for Arizona. It's year three for Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach. It's year three for Kyler Murray. And this is usually that year you like to see progression. And it's not only that I think there's going to be progression and improvement. I like the, what I'm hearing from Arizona, especially from Murray. There really is that it's time to really get things done kind of mindset from Murray and what he's already said uh, in the uh, spring camps for the uh, Arizona Cardinals. And when I look at this team, I think the offensive line was a clear area of emphasis coming into this season. I thought that group was subpar at times last year, but they really uh, worked to uh, shore that up. They bring in uh, Rodney Hudson, who's now good at veteran starting center. And you know, your anchor of the offensive line is always your center. And this is a guy that's been one of the better centers at that position for years in the NFL, multiple time pro bowler to anchor that line. It is a huge ad. I think you're going to see Justin Pugh, the left guard. If he stays healthy, can be good. DJ Humphreys, the left tackle. I think we'll get better with another year under his belt, the skill position talent. If they could ever give Murray time to throw the football, I mean, you know, he's great running the football, but if they give him time to throw it and drop back and find his receivers, man, they got speed and they've got playmakers. DeAndre Hopkins, of course, back again, AJ Green, getting him from Cincinnati. I know there's question of health for him. Can he stay on the field for 17 games? But if he can, he's still a big time weapon. Christian Kirk is a great third. He's now falls to the third receiver spot and he's a damn good receiver. And don't forget, Gabe, they drafted Rondale Moore out of Purdue. And if anybody watched this guy, oh, he could be a star. Purdue, he is a playmaker. He is a terrific in the open field, makes people miss, breaks tackles. 
He is a weapon waiting to have. And this offense with a guy like Kingsbury, that could be dangerous for opposing defense. So I like the offense. The defense, of course, is where things have to improve for the Cardinals after the last couple of seasons. I think they will. You know, I think you look at a guy in the linebacking core like Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. I think he'll be better. But you know, I think Stephen Collins was a great draft pick out of Tulsa. I think their secondary has it's improved. Their secondary, Malcolm Butler. It's their secondary. Like their defense is pretty good, actually. Yep. Right. Like the, the the defensive line, and you bring in JJ Watt. So you got JJ Watt, yes. Rashad Lawrence. Chandler Jones, you talked about Isaiah Simmons. Oh, pass rushes there. This no, year. dude, their defense has made plays in past years. Like, like I, even I had my concerns about Kingsbury. Right. What this guy is. Defenses are always terrible. Ironically enough, but you're right, Ben. Like, the secondary was the problem. The secondary was the problem. But I, th- I think they've addressed this right now. I think they're going to be better with, with Murphy. You got Thompson and, and Buda Baker. Uh, at the safety, you bring in Malcolm Butler as well. I think they're going to be better. I like this defense with Pano. And you talked about the skill position players. Like, not many teams have this much talent. So, you know, your running backs, you got Chase Edmonds. They bring in James Conner as a backup from Pittsburgh. But uh, your skill position players, Chase Edmonds, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore. That's a lot of weaponry right there, Babano. It's a lot of weaponry, and we could even go on down to Keyshawn Johnson and Andy Isabella out of Massachusetts who showed flashes last year in this Arizona offense. I mean, skill position talent ain't their issue. The offensive line has to improve. I think it will. The defense has to improve. The pass rush, you mentioned J.J. Watt. If he can stay on the field, he can still be a good pass rusher. Uh, it along comes down with to Kyler Murray. Jones. Let's just be yep. real, and I don't want to simplify it, but it's true. Like, Murray – it's not about numbers, but bad. And as you stated, I think he understands that now, right? It's about winning games, right? It's not about like, oh, you threw for 300 and you rushed for this. Nobody cares, right? It's about winning football games. Make the right, right play now. based on what the defense is. Yes, sir. Exactly. And he really hit a wall last year. He was playing great, bro. And then he had that separated shoulder or whatever it was. They, they were kind of secretive about it. And they said, no, he's fine. Like a few weeks later, I remember Dr. Chow told us, no, he should be it shouldn't be bothering him now, but that's easy to say, isn't it? But Ben, if it's not your shoulder, right? Like <laughs> he wasn't the same. He wasn't the same in the last month of the season, right? Like he really wasn't. He's got to play better for 17 weeks. Like he's just, he's got to put that full season together, stay healthy and win football games. And also Kingsbury and people have brought it up and I can't disagree with him about Kingsbury. Like he needs to get, he's been good, but there's been a lot of winnable games that they haven't won in the last few years, whether it's Murray, whether it's Kingsbury. It's just now this is the year, guys. You've got to get it done and win games. I'm not saying they're going to fire anybody, but they spent a lot of money, man, on this roster, and they're expecting results. What about the division? So you like the over eight wins, but Banner, what about the division? Because they are in a tough division. Uh, of course, you know, you got the, the Rams. Um, you know, the Rams bring in Matthew Stafford, San Francisco is healthier this year, and they're always really dangerous. What do you make of uh, of the division? Um, and let's get people the uh, the odds. San Francisco are the favorites, plus 185. The Rams are right behind them at plus 195. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, plus 270. And Arizona getting no love, Babano, at 6-1. to one. You think Arizona has a chance to win the division? At that price, I'm willing to take a shot they win the division. You're damn right. Absolutely. 100% at 6-1. to one. I'm interested. I like the Rams a lot in this division as well. I think Matthew Stafford's a good fit there. But that doesn't mean Arizona can't compete to win that division. And I like Malcolm Butler at the corner. I mentioned that Malcolm Butler, Patrick Peterson, I don't mind him being gone. He didn't have a good year last year. 
uh, in that secondary for Arizona. And Buda Baker's a top three safety, in my opinion, in this league right now. So that secondary should improve. The skill position talent's there. They should have a pass rush with Watt and Jones. You know, they've got Edmonds and Connor running the football. I like Arizona quite a bit. I think they're a, a greater than 500 team. They're at least a nine-win team, and I think they've got a very good chance to compete to win the NFC West. Yeah, so look, if they go eight and nine, you get a push. And they get the NFC North and the AFC South in terms of their non-divisional games. Winnable games, not the hardest schedule. Yeah, that's pretty manageable. You're right. As far as divisions are concerned, uh, there's only two good teams in the South uh, with um, with Indianapolis and the Tennessee Titans. All right, so um, since we're going in alphabetical order here, uh, Babato, next up, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, so what's your take uh What's your take on the Falcons uh, this year? New new, uh, new coaching staff. So they're bringing in some fresh blood coming over from, from Tennessee. I, um, I think that will help uh, Matt Ryan. I think they need a new playbook, essentially, Babano. I think that was their problem. Like, basically, I think Matt Ryan can still play, but not running the same plays that you've ran. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're asking him to make the same throw that he made four years ago. And then they're surprised it gets intercepted or it gets bad. The, the ball gets, uh, you know, tipped or batted down, et cetera. He's not the same quarterback. He doesn't have the same arm strength anymore, but he's still a good quarterback. Their win total is seven and a half. I thumbs up on Arizona. It's not thumbs up for Atlanta. Yeah. It's thumbs down. for the <laughs> Even with like, I think Arthur Smith will in time be a decent hire. Did a great, good job as the offensive coordinator with the Tennessee Titans. Can't deny that. They've had a great offense there the last couple of years, although Derrick Henry had a lot to do with that. When you have an elite running back, it was just outstanding and kept Tannehill in good down and distance. Situation. No, their play calling is pretty good, though. But the Titans' play calling, play calling was, good. was good. Yes, it was. I think it's going to take time, though. You look at Matt Ryan. I don't know what we're I – don't, I don't have that confidence in Matt Ryan anymore. I mean, there were times last year when he's just taking too many sacks, holding on to the ball too long, and the offensive line was awful last year. I don't see it being any better this year, and that's the issue. I didn't see the upgrades with this offensive line here for the Atlanta Falcons. Their longtime center, Alex Mack, is gone. He's in San Francisco. And you know who's taking his spot? Either a third-round pick in Matt Hennessy or a rookie that they drafted in the fourth round at the center spot on an already bad offensive line. Yeah. And it, we talked last year how it was the year of blowing leads and collapses once again for the Atlanta Falcons. Well, here's why the offensive line is bad. They ran the football a ton when they had those big leads. Well, guess what? They weren't a good running the football team because the O-line wasn't run blocking well. And they're run, running... And they don't uh, have good run. running backs ever either. Like, I don't know what they're... That's another thing you're right about. That's why they like, kept going three and out a, punt, three and out punt with running the big back. leads, and the other team got momentum off it. The thing is, when the Falcons have had success over the years... Look, Jamal Anderson and the Dirty Bird, right? They had a they had a smash mouth running back. When the Falcons went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, Babato, right? They had multiple backs that were good, right, out of the backfield, and they won. Like they had, they refused. Like, like, dude, like, really, Cordell Patterson? The guy's a wide receiver. He's not a running back. All right, he's not a running back. He's not good. So, like, Patterson. You got Mike Davis. And I like Mike Davis, but come on, is he a number one running back? No, come on, career? no, he's not. Oh, it's a problem, Babano. I'm with you. I don't see. I think they're in trouble. But what about, like, look, so the division that they're in, you got the Buccaneers. Uh, obviously, we know the Bucs are loaded. They return all 22 starters, actually, uh, which is rare. Uh, so, you know, the Bucs have the same team as last year. I think the Saints are going to be good with Jameis Winston at quarterback, Babano. I think the Saints are good. And then, you know, the Panthers, eh, 
you know, I mean, the Panthers aren't going to be great, but Atlanta is still in tough. So you're going to, you're looking at the under seven and a half here. I am. And I know Julio Jones is gone now, uh, but anyway, people will say for Atlanta, oh, but he wasn't healthy anyway. But yeah, there's Calvin Ridley and then there's Russell Gage. And then you got to rely on Olamide Zacchaeus, Tajay Sharp. There's a drop off all of a sudden in that receiving core. Kyle Pitts is going to be great, but he's still a rookie tight end and rookie tight ends don't often hit the ground running in the first season. It's just the simple fact. You know, so that's the that concerns you about a little bit with their skill talent. The O line's bad. The defense doesn't have much of a pass rush. I really don't like what I'm seeing for the defense. There's no pass rush. There's two guys that I would take on my team for defense. Grady Jarrett, the defensive tackle. I'll take him. He's good. And I'll take Deion Jones, the middle linebacker. The rest of these players on this Atlanta defense, you can have them. I don't want them. I mean, Dante Fowler's been a bust since they got him at defensive end from the Rams. He's done nothing. He's, they've not gotten the return on investment they put into him signing him. The safety position is weak. The cornerback position, Kendall Sheffield, Fabian Moreau, A.J. Terrell, I like him. But after that, there's not a whole lot of depth in the cornerback spot with that pass defense, which already wasn't great last year. There's worries all over with this roster, in my opinion. I have to look under or nothing with the Falcons. Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano. Um, NFC NFC South futures, Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus 195, New Orleans Saints plus 320, Atlanta Falcons seven to one, Carolina Panthers 11 uh, to one. We don't have to get out of here, Babano, but uh, get all of Babano's great previews. Follow him on uh, Twitter, and if you see me in Twitter, go me and Babano going back and forth on Twitter. Don't worry, it's all good. We're just busting his balls. And if Phoenix <laughs> comes back and wins, you're free to come at me on Twitter, Babano. I won't get upset. Love you. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. We have it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
my anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Thanks to uh, Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano, for kicking it uh, with us. Great stuff uh, with uh, Babano. Uh, you know what? Listen, like we said, we had we had some fun with Babano on uh, Twitter, and I like Babano's uh, style. He can take it. Like he said, man, everybody's too civil all the time. We got to bring a little heat, a little passion uh, to the airwaves, right? Um, all right, so it's fun talking NFL football, and man, the NFL season. We were talking about it, 17 days away from the start of the preseason. I don't know if you guys saw the picture. I retweeted the picture of uh, Zeke Elliott, Dallas Cowboy, uh, running back. Of course, famously known for, you know, feed me, feed me, feed me. And clearly, you know, it's not like Zeke Elliott's uh, missing too many meals, right, uh, in his career. But I don't know if you guys saw what he looked like. Um, he looked like Adrian Peterson, like basically. Like, I didn't think it was him. I didn't believe it was him. Like, when I saw it and said, oh, my God, look at a picture of Zeke Elliott, I was like, that's not, that's not Elliott. I was like, I, really? And I double and I triple checked. I'm like, oh, no, I guess it, it is. It is him. So, you know, he's clearly, he clearly changed his offseason approach. Yet, it'll be interesting to see if, if he gets injured now. Like, basically, you look at him and it's like all the body fat's completely gone. He's just all ripped. It's all muscle. And... You know, you have to wonder, oh, boy, like, is this, you know, especially his entire career. I think the flab has sort of helped him, to be honest. I think he pushed it a little bit. I think he's lost a step. Um, uh, you know, listen, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, then, um, then you know, you're clearly, you're, cl- you're clearly happy to see him in the shape that he's in, but we'll see if he's able to stay on the field. And that's the whole thing about the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, with Dak Prescott coming back, are you buying in that Dak is going to stay healthy? Is he 100%? I have a hard time having, like, complete confidence and faith in that. The late-night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.